So guys, I'm excited because y'all are going to help me today do my sermon. I'm excited. The whole band are here today to help me. We start a new series called Down by the Riverside. And it is based on the old spiritual sung many years ago as a work song in the South. It dates back to the American Civil War, but remained unpublished until 1918 when it was included in Plantation Melodies, and it's a collection of modern and popular old-time spirituals. The song is pretty cool. So when we, when we do it this month, and you'll hear it all month long, you'll remember that the song refers to biblical in imagery such as baptism, the white robe, the river Jordan, the Prince of Peace, and of course, heaven. The series is based on a book by a gentleman named William Sloan Coffin, who was a pastor of Riverside Church in New York City. So we are going to go down by the Riverside this month, and I'm so excited because some of these songs are songs that I grew up on, but I'm going to talk about that in a minute. You're going to hear stories from William Sloan Coffin. You're going to hear stories from Martin Luther King. You're going to hear stories from some of the greatest writers of our time. You do not want to miss this series. And today, we're talking about a topic that is sensitive for us all. We're talking about patriotism and what does that mean. This is July 4th weekend. We celebrate our country. And for some of us this year, that looks different for many different reasons. So I wanted to tell you what patriotism meant to me. And when I begin to think about this, Rafe, it reminded me, and so the, the title of my sermon is what it reminded me of, is what I learned about patriotism from East Texas, music, and a jam session. Now stay with me for just a minute, because I think it will all come together. And before we get started, I want to read our Bible verse, and I love this verse, because it comes from 2 Chronicles 7, 14. It goes like this. It says, if my people, that's all of you. So just know that when he says my people, that's all of you. If my people who belong to me will humbly pray, seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then, then I will hear from heaven, forgive their sin and heal their land. So what did I learn from East Texas? What did I learn from the music of East Texas? And what did I learn from a giant jam session? Well, when I was a kid, many of you know, I started singing with my mom when I was about two. I started singing full-time with her when I was eight. But there's one date in particular that I remember more than any date that we ever did and concert that we do because it did not matter where our bus was on July 3rd or July 5th, but on July 4th, we would be in West Texas, uh, East Texas. Did not matter where we were. If we had to drive all night long to get there, we would drive all night long, but the bus headed to East Texas. We would pull up in this little town, set up at this fire station. It was the coolest thing, Rave. It was old school fire station. It was huge. And they would put a stage up for us, but guys, it was hot. It was so hot, you could fry an egg on the concrete kind of hot. Do y'all know that hot? 
hot. It's Texas hot. East Texas muggy. My hair would grow. I would look like a generic Q-tip by the time it was over. It was no lie. It was huge. And that really is true. But we would set up. And the next thing you know, Rafe, there were about 35 to 40 musicians and singers sitting up there outside. And then people would just come together from all over East Texas and they would set up their lawn chairs out in the field, out on the parking lot, out in the middle of the road. They would just set up chairs everywhere. And all of the musicians, all of the singers would gather. And they were not just your typical musicians. They were the best of the best. Every race, every age, men, women, Women pocket. Every age. Veterans. Young ones that had no concept of what it meant to be a veteran. And we would sit up there and I was in awe because I was this little kid. I was just in awe. I learned what, what, what instruments were that I had never seen before. And then all of a sudden something magical would happen. Sometimes we hadn't seen each other when we would get together, but we all were all over the U.S., but we would come together. And something magical would happen. There would be this really, really respectful, professional moment. There wasn't a one-man show or a one-woman show. It was just the best of the best coming together to make music to celebrate our country. And down by the riverside was no doubt one of the songs that we would sing. So that's kind of what made me think about that. So let's do a little bit of that so people know what that song, if you don't know that song, we'll do a little bit of it. It goes like this. It goes, I'm going to lay down my heavy load down by the riverside, down by the riverside, down by. I'm gonna lay down my head and load down by the riverside, down by the riverside. Here we go. This is a chorus. I ain't gonna study you or no more. I ain't gonna study you or no more. I ain't gonna study war no more. I ain't gonna study. And then I remember usually uh, Mr. Brock would open with that one. He always would open that. And then they would look over at my mom and they'd say, all right, Miss Merle, we want you to sing the next one. So I don't know if many of you remember the old, old songs. A lot of our spirituals came years and years and years ago. And then they were published in several publishings, but then they were in a book called Songs of Inspiration. And so one of those songs would uh, sound something like this. Living below in this old sinful world. There you go. Hardly a comfort can afford. There you go. Yes, struggling alone to face temptation so when 
was Mr. Tootsie, and I loved him. I called him Tootsie when I was little, but his name was really Mr. Tootsie. And he had this instrument that was the shiniest instrument I had ever seen. Y'all, it was the coolest thing. They called it a dobro. And I've never seen anybody that could play this like Mr. Titi. And he would, a dobro is like an upside down silver guitar. And it is shiny and it is pretty. Or at least it was to this little girl. And I remember he would set it in his lap and you played it like you did a steel guitar. And when Mr. Titi would start, he would do swing low. Yeah, play that dobro. Give me just a little bit there, Joaquin. There you go. Sweet chariot, sweet chariot. There you go. Coming forward and carry me home. Sweet Lord. I can't do it like Mr. Titi can. Sweet chariot. Coming forward and carry me home. Ready? Here we go, Monica. Oh, why don't you swing down chariot stop and let me ride? Swing down chariot stop and let me ride. Rock me, Lord, rock me, Lord. Come and easy. I've got a home on the other side. Yeah, yeah. And I can't do that like Mr. Titi did, Monica. Then, Rafe. My favorite part is when we would sit at this jam session. And I don't know if you've, if you've been to East Texas. East Texas has the most gorgeous, tall trees. Beautiful. Thick, but it just made it hotter. There was no breeze. But all of a sudden, we'd get to the section of this jam session, and it was like a new breeze blew in. It was beautiful. And then you would hear on the side, you would hear, Oh, beautiful, for spacious skies, for amber waves of gray, for purple mount majesty above the fruit plain. America, America, God shed His grace on me and crown my good with brotherhood from sea to shining. I'll never forget those times. What I learned from East Texas, what I learned from music, and what I learned from those 4th of July jam sessions every year, I learned patriotism at its best is when we humble ourselves knowing we have differences. Knowing that we all experience 
it differently, but we can have differences. Because of this nation, the land of the free, and because of the brave, you don't have to be like me, and I don't have to be like you. The brave of every color, the brave of those that stood for our nation's freedom, and the brave that knew the real price of freedom. Rafe, I'll never forget how we would make music together for hours where all the forces of talent, experience, love, care came together and brought the perfect tribute to what America really is about. America is about us all. It's about us all. One nation under God. Not several, but one nation under God. William Sloan Coffin He said it like this. He said, there are three kinds of patriots. Two bad, one good. The bad ones are the uncritical lovers and the loveless critics. Good patriots carry on a lover's quarrel with their country, a reflection of God's lover's quarrel with all the world. Just because we all don't agree doesn't make us any less of a patriot. Did you know that you can love each other and still not agree? Did you know that? I don't have to agree with you to love you and you don't have to agree with me to love me. I am learning every day to listen to those that I may not agree with because in those places that I am learning to understand what I didn't know. One of my favorites in the book from William Sloan Coffin comes from a lady named Catherine Lee Bates. Now follow me on this one. How do you love America? It's a question. Don't say my country, right or wrong. That's like saying my grandmother, drunk or sober. It doesn't get you anywhere. Don't just salute the flag and don't burn it either. Wash it. Did you hear that? Wash it. Make it clean. How do you love America? with the vision and compassion of Christ, with a transcendent ethic that alone can fulfill the patriot's dream that sees beyond the years her alabaster cities gleam undimmed by human tears. Miss Catherine Lee Bates. Beautiful words. What I learned from East Texas music and a jam session as it takes us all. Those sessions would not have been the same with one or two people. It was when we all sat down together, all ages, all races, all gender, we all sat down together that magic happened. And when magic happened, the Spirit of God moved because He used all of our efforts. He used all of the humbleness. He used every single person in the place which was outdoors once again second chronicles if my people who are belong to me will humble and pray seek my face and turn from their wicked ways then i will hear from heaven forgive their sin and heal their land i'm aware guys 
I'm completely aware we are in strange times. Living through a pandemic. Racial tension. In a place that our country seems so divided. And then I'm reminded when I get to those places that it feels overwhelming and I don't know what to say and it feels like, is this ever going to end? Then I'm reminded of two words. But God. You see, here's the thing. Regardless of how I feel, God is never surprised. None of what's going on right now is God surprised about. God is not leaving us here to just deal or deal with each other. God has called us to love each other. And now more than ever, he has called us to join together. And joining together doesn't mean that I always agree. It doesn't mean that you will always agree. God made you different. God made me different. But here's the deal, guys. We're all made by God and you better watch it. Because he's going to put you next door to that person in heaven. Build your big mansion right next to that person you didn't like. Because it doesn't matter what our opinions are. It matters who our God is. If we are not listening to one another, that just puts us in a place of arrogance and not humbleness. And God says, if you humble yourself, I will heal your land. Humbleness doesn't mean I give in. Humbleness means I give in to me and I give it to God. See, it's not about always just saluting the flag. And it's not about ever burning the flag. It's about cleaning it together. That is patriotism. It's when we realize it's not the right or the left, but it's looking straight up. It's looking straight up. And knowing that wherever you are, wherever you stand, you are a child of God first and foremost. Did you know you were a child of God before you were Republican or you were Democrat? Did you know that you were a child of God before you were man, before you were woman? And he said, you know what? I love you so much that I'm creating you for a purpose. If we humble ourselves, God, God will heal. God will touch. And when you humble yourself, it's like this fog comes open from your eyes and you begin to see things in a way that you've never seen them before. So why should I feel discouraged? And why should the shadows come? And why should my heart be lonely and long for heaven and home? Think about this. Because with Jesus, my 
my portion. Hold my constant friend is he. His eye is on the sparrow, and I know he watches me. For his eye is on the sparrow, and I know he watches me, and I see because I'm high. And I sing because I am free for his eye is on the us. He's not gone. Sometimes lately you've probably felt like he is and sometimes recently you felt like, God, where are you in the mix of this chaos? Here's the thing about God. He's always there. He's in the mix. He's an ever-present God in times of trouble. The last thing I want to share as we get ready to close today, is what I learned from East Texas, good music and a jam session, is it doesn't take one dime to love somebody. It takes nothing but your willingness to love. It doesn't cost you anything to love. Patriotism at its greatest moment proved that point and what it meant to love at the greatest level of love and give at the greatest level of giving. And we don't forget that.